This episode of A Musical Review from BG Mania, a video game music podcast, is presented by LevelDownGames.com. Everything on today's A Musical Review is composed by Max LL. You're listening to the main theme. You're listening to Karen's Burden.
developer Thunder Lotus Games has been teasing the world with small glimpses of its new game Spiritfarer since what feels like forever. It took a lot of trailers and interviews for fans to fully piece together what a uniquely sweet experience this game was. Part management sim, part crafting, and part open world sailing, Spiritfarer often seemed like a hodgepodge of genres that folded together under the umbrella of an emotional tale of dead animals. The unique hand-drawn animated style left some questions in my mind as to whether all these individual pieces would mesh together well, but when it shadow dropped on August 18th to PC and Nintendo Switch, the world finally got its hands on a game that has captivated me from its earliest moments to its final credits and will stick in my mind for years. In Spiritfarer, you take the role of Stella, a young girl accepting the newly available and prestigious position of ferrying lost souls across the river, though in this iteration it's more of a densely populated ocean, Styx, following the retirement of previous ferryman, Charon. The souls populating this sea don't seem lost physically, but rather emotionally. Each of them has some lingering feelings regarding family and relationships that, without your constant companionship, may never entirely resolve. It is now your charge to find these souls, house them when necessary, run their petty errands, and ultimately assist them in finding the peace they so desperately deserve. With enough time and tender attention, the souls will eventually decide it's their time to pass through the Evergate, the final portal that seals the ultimate deal. listening to At Sea.
you're listening to Hummingberg. this playtime purgatory sounds dark, then you couldn't be more wrong. The color palette of Spiritfarer is bright and resembles most closely a Saturday morning cartoon. The sky is filled with fluffy clouds, bright suns, shooting stars, and plummeting comets. The seldom stormy sea rocks gently as you and your feline co-pilot, Daffodil, pilot your magical ship past sunken vessels, inviting islands, and traveling merchants. Occasionally, in a particularly magical moment for each soul, bright flashes of light, which I'm convinced should come accompanied with an epilepsy warning, signify just how important this final passage truly is. Artistically, this game checks every box on my required list of awe-striking qualities. The animations of characters are top-notch, cute, and match the overall graphical style nearly perfectly. The keen eye will notice lower frames per second for certain character animations as they amble about your ship and complain about the lack of free food, but this effect too almost feels authentically cartoony without breaking immersion. Farming wheat from your field forms your magical light into a smoothly sweeping scythe, and pulling a hot meal from your stove results in comically oversized oven mitts. Most importantly, each character reacts differently to your actions towards them. And if they're in the right mood, you can offer them a warm hug. This does a little to raise their mood, but did wonders in raising my own satisfaction of interacting with these souls. Each passenger reacts to your hugs uniquely. Some accept gratefully, others look a little surprised before returning the embrace, and even one initiates the hug by jumping into your arms. Again, these animations add little in terms of game mechanics, but loads for connecting you to your virtual shipmates. You're listening to Song of Growth. listening to Freeing the Dragon.
The management of your ship starts slow and steady, but quickly turns hectic as you grow crops, tend to livestock, feed your friends meals that you cooked, smelt metals, grind flowers, and smith plates. You begin with only a few materials for crafting, but as your grasp of the sea of sticks expands, more materials become available to you, and more crafting options are at your disposal. This is the true progression of the game, as souls require certain buildings and crafts to be completed before they can pass on. The progression is tempered nicely, and you never truly get stuck before you figure out how to craft the next item, which will inevitably open a host of new options. Progression never changes, but the islands you visit differ in terms of size, aesthetic, and locale. It's fun, but becomes admittedly overwhelming at some point, as there are more materials by endgame than you initially expect. Traveling between islands to collect these materials is as easy as opening your map and clicking the location. Travel time is occupied by managing the needs of your ship and collecting some materials found in the open ocean, and you eventually have the ability to travel more quickly through means of ship upgrades and fast travel points, but this too occasionally becomes overwhelming for a game that otherwise is meant to feel like a lackadaisical cruise. The endgame rush of materials and tasks contrasts with the narratives of emotional resolution, and it didn't feel right to be focusing more on farming zinc ore than calming the fears of a grieving wife. There are no time limits, but you'd rather not travel back to one island multiple times if you can complete it all in one trip, and the management of your ferry does become a little too oppressive. You're listening to Meteoroids. You're listening to Last Voyage. Thankfully, the tales of the once-human, now-animal crew members of your ever-growing ship are engaging and emotional in a way that feels real. The passengers you ferry will drip-feed you hints about their previous lives and what eventually caused them to cross the Rainbow Bridge, and maybe even how Stella was connected to them back on Earth. Occasionally, after dropping off a friend for their final goodbye at the Everdoor, you'll be presented with a small collection of vignettes about your own life, and it's up to your speculation to piece together where the various characters fit. Each story you participate in comes in various measures of sweet, heartwarming, depressing, and tragic, 
and with only a couple of exceptions, make it feel like a true privilege to be a part of. This is the main draw of Spiritfarer, this collection of dramatic tales and transportation of departing souls is wrapped up in a beautifully welcoming package of enticing graphics and fun gameplay. The music that accompanies Stella on her journeys is as light and sweet as one might expect on a cool summer's day, lazily sunbathing on the deck of a boat, and occasionally takes a jovial, upbeat turn as you interact with the seafaring citizens of Styx. Your conversations are as frequently funny as they are heart-wrenching, and Spiritfarer holds the title of being the only game to make me both laugh and cry in 2020. Like a well-directed Pixar movie, the emotional beats of Spiritfarer are timed and executed with skill and care to draw the largest response from its audience. I can't say that Spiritfarer is a game for everybody, or that it's a perfect game, or even that it's my perfect game, but I can say that it was a surprise just how much I found myself tangled up in the tales of my friends, and how much each one emotionally resonated with me. It made me consider my relationship with my children, and the duties I have as a father to raise, love, teach, and protect them. I considered my aging and elderly grandmother who lives multiple states away and is due for a visit from me. My thoughts wandered to my own mental health and how I care for myself and whether or not I give myself the attention that I need and deserve. Very seldom does a game come along that so precisely taps into my emotions and causes such a state of reflection. It's difficult not to recommend Spiritfarer to anybody at this point because it is the most special indie game that I've played in a long time. We here at Level Down Games give Spiritfarer an 8.5 out of 10. You're listening to What Will You Leave Behind, featuring Maud Plot Usarik. We'll see you next week for another musical review. Flowing through the seas of time, memories that were left behind bring us closer to the end of this journey where we grew as friends. Take me through the mist and storm. Waters that are still unknown Under guiding starlit sky We will learn how to say you through.
It's okay.